Yes. White Cross is amazing. Yes, and it's also affordable. Yes, it is. Hey, I know. I was like, White Cross? You mean faith? You mean Jesus? No, no, no. You have what? God and, and, I, and God, a massage. God is <laughs> so in the ass and all of so Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. Obey all If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Oh, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah! yeah. Hi guys, welcome to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Steven Smith. I'm here today joined by the intelligent, super talented, and beautiful Jeff O'Connell. Owner of, <laughs> owner of Jeff's Nails. She's super talented at nails. And for as long as I've known her, she's been doing nails. Alright, today we're going to be talking about not conforming to stereotypes. We're also going to be talking about a bunch of other things. <laughs> Relationships. Um, bad relationships, situationships. If you don't know what that is, you're going to learn about it today for sure. Mm-hmm. 100%. We're going to be talking about a bunch of things today. All right? Mm. So, Jevil. Yes, yes. Welcome Hi. to the show. Yeah, trust me. It's more than a welcome. <laughs> I appreciate the fact that I am here and I am ecstatic to talk to you today. Oh, great. She's ecstatic. See, she's using big words already. <laughs> All right. So, guys, so as usual, we're going to start the show off. We're going to do a little fact of fiction and we're going to give five statements and Jeva's going to tell us if she thinks they are true, if they're false. Mm-hmm. And this one, because Jeva is so intelligent, this one is about the brain. So, this is about Ooh. facts about the brain. So, okay. Jeva. Let's go. Let's just, let's just jump into this, all right? So, number one, lack of oxygen in the brain for five to ten minutes results in permanent brain damage. Mm. Lack of oxygen in the brain five for to five ten to ten minutes. minutes results in permanent brain damage. True or false? I will say true because... Because? Because of things that I've known and things that I've seen and things I've read. They do say a lack of oxygen for a certain amount of time can it might not be permanent mm. brain damage, but it will do something to you. It could be temporary. It could I said true. True. It's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Five to ten minutes is mm-hmm. all it takes. And yes, a lack of oxygen, the brain cells, um, the neurons are very, very susceptible, sensitive, yes, sensitive yes. to oxygen. Mm-hmm. Um, so without oxygen, they tend to develop mm-hmm. very quickly. So yes, you are right. Number two. So we're batting one on one. Number two. At around three pounds, your brain uses five percent of the total oxygen and energy in your body. At around mm. three pounds, your brain uses 5% of the total oxygen and energy in your body. True or false? Hmm. The oxygen part, yes. But the energy, how much does your brain, how much energy does your brain use? I don't know. I just want to know if it's true or false. Wait. This is a serious question here now. You 5%. Just at 5%. 5%. So. At three pounds, at around three pounds, oh. your brain uses 5%. Of the total oxygen and energy in your yes. body. You said true? I said true. It's false. It's false? Yes. Really? The human brain accounts for only 2% of the body's weight, but uses 20 to 25% wow. of the body's oxygen and energy supply. Wow. 20 to 25%. That's why you're going to be so tired. Yes. This and makes sense. That's why you don't need to do... Like, the thing is, you're... 
you know, like you have a natural energy expenditure, mm-hmm. like your body's gonna eat up a certain amount of calories mm-hmm. every day, no matter what. What? Twenty five percent of it's it is your brain. by your brain. Mm. That is crazy. That makes sense though. That is crazy. Because guess what? For people who do not do physical jobs per se, you sit and still you do your hungry. job. You still get hungry, you still get tired, and all it is you're using is your brain. Ah. Twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. Okay. Alright, okay. so sure. let's go. So number three. Mm-hmm. There is a virus that attacks the human DNA, making people less intelligent. There's a virus that attacks human DNA, making people less intelligent. True or false? That sounds like a trick question. A trick question? Yeah, it sounds like it just sounds so false that it might be true. What do you think, mm-hmm. man? There's a, it affects your DNA, but your There's DNA don't necessarily affect your brain. Your DNA more works off of your motor skills, but then your nervous system and your muscles, how you break down your how you gonna break down your brain? That's a false. It's true. See? And your DNA does affect your, your brain. brain. Yes, your DNA affects every cell in your body. Your DNA determines how big your eyes are gonna <coughs> be, how long your hair gonna be. Yeah, I know that. Like those those things, but hmm. Yeah, but you were talking about synapses. No, the thing is, yeah. right? The virus is called the ATCV1 virus and it can impair cognitive activity learning and memory a t c a t c dash v that's one okay sorry a t c v dash one dash one yeah Yeah, found it okay yeah look it up okay so number four (laughs) when awake the human sorry let me pull this okay (laughs) when awake the human brain produces enough electricity to power a small light bulb yes, true or false true. absolutely true yeah jeff number five <laughs> we two or four let's oh, see if wow. we can bring it home okay all right it's scientifically proven that even a small dose of power changes a person's brain changes how a person's brain operates and diminishes empathy it's scientifically proven that even a small dose of power changes how a person's brain operates and diminishes empathy. True, true or false? True. Absolutely true. It's true. Yes, mm-hmm. it's absolutely true. It you want a bonus one? Yeah, I'll take a bonus. All right, you don't win, but you take yeah. a bonus one. <laughs> the human brain has the same consistency as tofu. Yes, it is true. It is true. It's true. It 100%. is true. It 100% is, 100% true. 100% true. My God, Jeff, you did so well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you. That, that one I didn't know. You didn't know that? I didn't know. The, the one about the tough one I didn't know. I didn't know anything about the stupidity virus. I didn't know about that. That's that's that's, that's unique. That's I don't even read on that. Because it's unique. I didn't know about that, for it real. Affects, it affects some stuff. And they, they tested, I think, it's 94 humans. 94... Um, adults, yeah, and they found it. They found residuals of it in forty-four percent of them. Wow! So yeah. So this is something we have to be on the lookout for. I mean, you can. Yeah, I mean, technically, I mean, oh, the people that are naturally stupid. Uh, so we think that they're stupid. I, I don't want to say that on oh, the show. Okay, wait, okay, okay. Now you can say it. You I could say because yeah. So, uh, that's why some persons, my there is no such thing as a super question, but when you think some people are lacking common sense, maybe they have this virus. I, I don't know if I could reach that far. I let's, don't know if it's here. Let's do, like, let's do that as the excuse for some people then. Okay. <laughs> you still go to church? Yeah, I go to church. I oh, might not. Me too, I go to church. Oh, church buddies. 
Uh-huh. I might not go every Sunday because based off yeah, of how my too. Saturday goes, I might not go every Sunday, but mm-hmm. I go to church, mm-hmm. right? Even if I don't go, I'll make sure I send me offering, please, to try this in the oh, back that's day. So, that's a discipline, man, so discipline, but a discipline I would go, I would go. I discipline me offering, I don't play with me offering because I believe what you reap is what you sow. Mm-hmm. You got to give back to God because he can give back to me. Mm-hmm. So Principles, principles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Lord Jesus, no, sometimes the Mondays are holiday and I tell myself, look, Jeff, you're not working. You deserve the holiday yeah, man, too. Take a, thing, take take a, a day. Because the rest of the year, you're working with six days a week off one day. And then that one day, you have to squeeze in family, friends, life, relaxation. And, yeah. and it's only so much hours in a day. Exactly. And there's exactly. only so much things you can do. It's true. That's true. You understand 100%. me? So I take my holiday. I don't. Here, if it's a double holiday, one of them is work, one, one of them, them is, is yeah. relaxation. I try to do that too, as much as possible. The thing is, what 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 it is though, is that when you start working for yourself, the the way you see employment is very different. Different because it's like I could probably get some people to work for me, mm-hmm. but I have to measure out a couple of things. One, I have to have enough work to for both supply. of us because it's not it's not beneficial for me to hire somebody. Mm-hmm. To just do exactly what I am doing. Mm-hmm. Because then I could just do it myself. That's generally the general mm-hmm. gist. But if me and you could be working at the same, at time. The same time, that's double. Mm-hmm. I could I could basically raise up double what I'm mm-hmm. getting. The thing is, because we're in a service industry too, it's kind of interesting because it's a very small community, community and then know you personally, mm-hmm. then know me personally. Mm-hmm. So like if there's a shoot and I don't, I'm not there. People tend to get antsy, uncomfortable, <laughs> and that's just putting it lightly. Antsy, they are like, Where you gone? Where you at? I hired you. Why you not here? Who this, like, person, who be? this person be? Man of them, make comfortable with them, man, want them to do nothing for me. Oh, I am a highly aware of this conversation, <laughs> and it's like, But, 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 I trained this person, yeah. If the two of us working, then we could double up. Mm-hmm. If it's just me working, then it's single. Mm-hmm. And I do understand the doubling up. But like, when it comes to paying somebody at the end of the month, you gotta understand this is a constant overhead. No matter how your month goes. And this is me, this is coming from somebody who does have an employee mm-hmm. and who has to pay them no matter what yes. happens. Like, I remember about a year ago, maybe two years ago, a year and a half, say a year and a half, mm-hmm. difficult three months. Like, I think it's the hardest three months that I have ever faced in my entire life. Like, wow. It was, nothing was happening. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And it's like, I thought it was just me. Mm-mm. Talk to one of my colleagues, same thing. Nothing go on. Nobody heard us. Everything dead. Everything dead. Photography dead. Video, nobody advertised, nobody do nothing. Graphic design, nobody. People are doing it themselves. Yeah, yeah. People have got Canva. Yeah. You understand? Nothing is going on. And I'm like, what the heck? Man gone out of business yeah. who ain't went back to work full time. Like, it's just a bunch, just the worst, a three months out. I call it the three months out of hell. Oh, wow. And even then, you had, to had to find money person. to pay that person because it's not their, it's not their fault that Why? nothing is yeah. happening in the industry. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it changed my mind on even how money works because sometimes you're getting into entrepreneurship and it's like, all of a sudden, you have more money than you had before when you were working for yeah. a salary. 
Like it does usually be more. It's a flow. But it's the reason it's more. Because you have more stuff to do. Yes. You have more money to spend. There are more things. All of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden you see all this expenditure you did not have before. This overhead is ridiculous. And it's like, I can tell you, I, I tell my friends, because most of the time that male friend that I say, uh-huh. he is the one that I call him a secretary. The secretary. He don't call me secretary because he is mainly no certain stuff. So like, if I need a reminder, I'll mm-hmm. write it up and I'll send it to him and give him a specific date and time to send it back to me. Uh-huh. So I can know I have this to do on the specific day and the specific time. Mm-hmm. Like today, like I wrote up this, I wrote up a note podcast. I said, tell me, remind me our uh, podcast to do at this day, this time, as well as I have to do up a bio for uh, Instagram page for to send out. Uh-huh. Send this back to me Saturday night, At Sunday time, morning. Yeah, to remind Enough me. Enough time to remind me what it is I have to do today. Google is, me, Google is mine. Google, Google is, is good, but my phone, sometimes I just want to try it best. Oh, uh, no. So, yeah, because my phone is forever. It's a constant going off thing. You see it over there? No matter time it went off, people don't call it. People don't, look. My phone is a constant machine. And I would, this morning I went to sleep. I woke up. Like thirty odd medis- messages in the phone, and I'm like, oh, "But you're me business good, how you mean? Business is good. I can never complain yeah, about I don't my complain business about that. because mm-hmm. I don't know what a slow season is. I have a clientele. I don't have random people walking into my business oh, on a daily basis. I have set people who do their nails at a set time, right?" So I have my, my lawyers, my doctors, my bankers. Mm-hmm. I have these ladies who are required to look the same consistently. Wow. Yeah. Like some of them jobs, it is written in your jobs. Your nails should be properly manicured. Your hair should be properly done. Blah, 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 blah. But you only do nails, right? I only, I am a nail care. I am a nail love. <laughs> you nail love, I love I it. Nail love. I, love I legit love my career path. That was like the best thing I've ever done to myself. You're always great at it. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. And that was your talent. That's my talent. That is my talent. I have other talents. I realized it now that I'm getting older. I have other talents, and it's based off of my creativity mm-hmm. and my perspective on things. You open up your mind, you find out, oh my God, I could fly a plane. I could do that. Sure. <laughs> I'm joking. Please don't, go, please don't just go jumping in a plane. Stop it. Stop it. I probably would. No, I, <laughs> I probably it. would. Please like, train first. Train first. I'll try. Because okay. I want to jump out of a plane. Don't train first. I want to jump out of a plane. Oh, you want to skydive? Yeah. But my nails, I know what I am doing and I know I, I love nails. Mm-hmm. It's a genuine love because I don't want my clients walking out in a hole. I have encountered a client. She went away to live. She came back. Mm-hmm. She's also my friend. She's a very good friend of mine. And mm-hmm. she called me and she crying. I was like, what's wrong with you? She said, my nails need doing. I come home with them though. And they look shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Sis came. <laughs> I file off the polish. Getting ready to prepare. Sis got a hole, a, a legit hole, hole in, in nail. her nail. And I wanted to cry. I wanted to cry. I said, you're not accustomed to knockabout. In pure kitchen lingo, mm-hmm. you're not accustomed to knockabout. You're not accustomed to the knockabout. You're gone when you're gone away to, to let somebody out. knock you about. Stop it. Don't let nobody knock How you about. How do you get a hole Because in the nail? person filed. Your nails are like onions. 
your nail has many layers. Oh, I see. And if you inappropriately file a person's nail, you're constantly taking off these the layers. layers. Oh, and uh -huh. you're not giving the nail opportunity to, to grow. grow out. Oh. Because it's not that it's going to grow back the layer. Oh, it's going to just go forward. It's going to go forward. Oh, snap. I didn't know that. Your nail grow forward. So this is called your free edge, right? So mm -hmm. this is this was once downhill. Yes. So mm -hmm. now it's going forward. It's not that it's ever going to develop back a layer of mm -hmm. nail. But when this new nail starts growing, that layer is there because mm -hmm. it's not being filed. Exactly. So but the person, if you're constantly, if you're filing it too hard, you're filing it too rough, naturally, too frequently, too frequently it's going to wear. Oh, no. Wear and tear. Right? And now she let this person file, 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 file too hard, file too much, hurt her nail, and now has a hole in your nail. I said, look, you're going to be here for a couple months, and I am going to put your nail through therapy. And you're not, going to, uh, you're not going to make any noise. Whatever it is I say you're going to do, you're going to do. You, 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 you're reminding me more and more of my father as this, as this conversation <laughs> goes forward. <laughs> uh, and I told her, I said, this is what you're going to do. So by the time she was leaving to go back, mm -hmm. her nail, the hole was basically almost close to the free edge. Mm -hmm. Cause it, was like, it wasn't like down here. It was like in the middle of her nail. So mm -hmm. we gave it time to go. And she did what I told her to do. We were good. Right? I said, I'm tell you something. If you ever come back say it's with any hole in your nail, we're going to fall out. And don't call me to repair it because I won't. She said, Jeff, I said, I'm not doing it. Because you're not accustomed to that lifestyle. So do not let, go out there and let anybody mistreat yeah, you mistreat, for yeah. no money. Right? Mm -hmm. So go out, find a proper nail tech. Mm -hmm. Right? There are beautiful nail techs out here. They might cost you a little bit more than $15 because like, they want to be cheap. Mm -hmm. Cheapness gives you crap. So, Sorry. Yeah, a lot of the times, yeah. So, Except if you go to the Chinese. I'm joking. If, even you when you, you know, go to the Chinese. Chinese. <laughs> the Chinese match up Lord. Oh, my God. Lord. Yo, and the thing is, right, is, 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 I'm sorry to say, but the foreigners, right, they will come and they'll try a thing, you know. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, they will charge you. You see, it's not, it's not necessarily just the cheapness. Mm -hmm. It's also the experience. Yeah. Like, sometimes somebody comes from away with a different accent, different look. And fool them off. And fool, but it, to me, to me, it's fool them, but it's also fooling us. Yeah. Because we does ascribe foreign things to mm -hmm. quality things, and mm -hmm. so it's sometimes nothing is further than no. the truth. No. I know, like because of because of dating a beautician. Mm -hmm. Like I know of some real horror stories that happen here in mm -hmm. Saint with foreign businesses who do the beauty beautician services. They come here, they don't actually know what they're doing, what they're doing but they offer the service mm -hmm. anyway. People go in, they mess them up completely. They keep in business because in saying it's like you don't get shut down when you do a bad service. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it's not like oh well, five people came in the last week and mm. all of them were unhappy with the service. Mm -hmm. You have to shut down. Mm -mm. There's nothing that happens like that. They keep running the service for a lot of money, more than the kitchens they charge. So it's not just a cheap thing. And they mess up people, yeah. mess up their hair, mess up their nails, nails. mess up their eyebrows, mess, mess up, up anything. 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 Just trying a thing. Trying a thing. Legit trying a thing. And then it's the same petitions they got to run, run back, back to to, 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 ask fix to fix these things for you to now. To fix it. Fix these things. Fix this for me now. Look, I, I love all people in beauty. In beauty. Whatever <laughs> you do, I love you. I do love it. you automatically because... We are kindred spirits. Yes. We mm. out here doing the same thing. And I will support you because of that. The only person hustle I knocking is the Spanish. The Spanish. Tell nails. me about these Spanish. Oh my <laughs> God! 
I dread them because we nail text and sinkers. Our skitticians, we thrive to do the best mm-hmm. because we have to keep up a name. Unlike the Spanish, we can't just get up and say, we're going nowhere. We're mm-hmm. going back home. We have to stay here. Yeah. And in at saying, least you're staying here. At least I'm staying here. Mm-hmm. Right? And as a kitchen, the easiest thing to do is find out who you are. Mm-hmm. So I do a bad job. Right? With that kind of girl? That kind of girl, the band for the prison, his daughter. Yeah. You should know what she do? Bam. Spanish, on the other hand, there's no consequence for this person because mm-hmm. they do not have a name. They're not associated with anybody. You can say it's a Spanish girl across the road up there by Fort Street. Which That's one? <laughs> and you ain't even know which one because today, today Susan might come up tomorrow. Kathy might come up. Sure. Next week is Susan again. And you might never see Susan again after exactly, that. Exactly. Right? And I'm telling you that a heart break my heart. I'm like, why do you do this to our people? And it is because it is cheaper. Yeah. A lot of our people, their thing is, oh, we ain't want to book an appointment. We just want to walk into your place mm-hmm. and we are served. But that's not how it goes and they don't understand. That's not how it goes. Mm-hmm. To any beautician in St. Kitts, that is a legit business, you understand we need to be organized. Mm-hmm. And we cannot go based off of walk-ins only. Mm-hmm. Even if you offer walk-ins, you can't go based off of walk-ins only. Mm-hmm. As you're not sure of how much money you're ever going to make, you're not sure of what it is you're going to be out here producing. Mm-hmm. Because you might got days, nobody show up by no, your but place. Exactly, but you're still open. But you're still open. You're and still you're using open the electricity. All day. Exactly, your overhead is still running. <sighs> And you're not sure what's going to happen. The Spanish, on the other hand, the Spanish, them done got the system woke up in there, worked out completely. They're going to charge you less. Mm-hmm. They're going to do inferior work. But because they are somewhat reliable, quote-unquote reliable, because every day they're going to open, they're going to have multiple people in the room, and you're going to just got to sit up there for a couple hours, and eventually you are going to get served. That's weird, isn't it? It's dying weird to you. It is weird. It is weird. When I say it's weird, it's because do, do, we, do we ascribe or do we, do we um, calculate time as money? Because do we? Because yeah. You're supposed to. I mean, as a business person, of course, and I say as a business person, I sound pretentious when I say that. Mm. As somebody who works for themselves, mm-hmm. <laughs> as an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, um, like if I am wasting time, mm-hmm. like that's a big deal to me. You're like I would money. rather waste money than waste my time. time. It's, it's funny to say it, mm-hmm. but I could be doing a lot of different things. If you come an hour late, that's an hour of me doing nothing. nothing. Even if I charge you for the hour, it's weird because it's like, I don't necessarily want to charge you for an extra hour of doing nothing. nothing. That don't sound good. It don't sound good to you. It's something that I might have to do, but it doesn't sound good to you. It doesn't make us... No, even. It doesn't make it even because I've still wasted mm-hmm. my time. I'm, I haven't gained any experience. Me and you might be at odds ends. Because they might not want to come back because exactly. you're going to say, oh, you know he charged me an hour because I was late. The Ex- audacity of this exactly. man. Exactly. How dare he? How dare you? But that's the thing. I might have to do it, yeah. but I don't necessarily want, want to, to do it. It doesn't, it doesn't help me. It doesn't Mm-mm. help my business. It doesn't do anything Mm-mm. for me. But then, again, to the point, so that doesn't work. So the, the money, the charging your money doesn't work. I could have been doing something else 
You understand? Like I could have been, and people don't, people don't ever want to hear this. Mm-hmm. But as a business person, like you're not just a business person. You could be a mother, you could be a brother, a sister, you could be a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a wife, a husband, whatever the case is. You could be on the beach sipping a pina colada with your friend. That is living life oh, as God. well. That has nothing. And the thing people is, don't understand. They don't understand it. <laughs> and the funny thing about it, they don't understand it. And they say, oh, so you you, you ain't want to come out here to spend an hour waiting on me because you want to go off and be lazy? I said no. I'm lazy. living me. Life. Because as an entrepreneur, you don't get the opportunity to live your life as you feel like. Because you do not have set hours. You do not have an 8 to 4 and no, well, okay, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm going to finish working. So I could and go, go from, yeah. at 5. No. No. That's not it. Like, sometimes people see me. Sometimes there are times when I already know how my schedule might be setting out for the day. Maybe somebody call me early in the morning and be like, Jeva, I can't, I can't make it today. I can't make it at this time. Okay, no problem. Cool. I can take that time mm-hmm. and... Do stuff. Do something else. Do something Live. else. Live. Literally go out and see the sun. Oh, wow. This is how the sun look again? Again, yeah. Oh, this how the sunset look. But this is things that are make you... And people don't ask you this. take you know, it for granted. Yes, but you are a human being. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, every single experience makes you better as a human being. being. You know what I find to be going on right now, especially in the service industry? People crave authenticity. They crave genuine mm. people, mm-hmm. genuine interactions. Mm-hmm. Nobody out here want nobody be like no slave and so like. Uh, maybe let me not say nobody. There are people out there <laughs> <laughs> who definitely want you to be a slave. Mm-hmm. But for the majority of clients that I know of or that I interact with, they don't like that. They want if you're sharing a story, they want to hear how the story Please ends. Yeah. If if they're sharing with you, they want to be authentic. Mm-hmm. That authenticity it builds a stronger bond mm-hmm. than yes, master, yes, sir, okay, ma'am. Of course, I'll do anything you need, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Like this robotic crap mm-hmm. is like nobody mm-hmm. wants that. That is second world, long time. Nobody we does done, it. We done out of that. We done pass we it. Done out of when that. you see them doing nails and you're having a conversation with your clients, mm-hmm. I am pretty sure 90% of the conversations that you guys are having is authentic, back personal. and forth, personal things. My girlfriend says most of her job is really being like people's um like sh- the counselor and therapist and therapist so. i am and she tells no lie especially in our field sometimes people come in and let me tell you something lord jesus this is not a good thing as a business person to do mm-hmm. but i have a fridge in my shop right mm-hmm. my fridge is not to sell drinks my fridge contains alcohol oh wow yeah it's called the relief fridge. The relief fridge. Let's hear this. This the relief fridge is essential to life because you might be having an awful day and you come to do your nails and I can see it on your face because I know my clients. I know their body, their language. body, yeah, their body language is essential. I know like they're coming, Jeff, because they're so happy to finally be here. And it's like, yo, what's up? And something they come here like, hey, good afternoon. No, pause. And I have to stop you dead in your tracks. Pause. What's up with you? What's wrong? Girl, I had a hard day. Cool. What kind of drink you don't drink? What do you mean? You don't drink alcohol? Yeah. I said, okay, well, the fridge has in right now. The fridge contains black, Malibu, yes. Bacardi, something else. Right? And this is specifically for? And this is specifically for my clients. Because, like, you just take a shot. <sighs> Shake it off. Let's go. Shake it off. And let's talk about this. So this is to help loosen you up and help you... Yeah, to relax. To relax and relieve wow. that stress. Oh, you're there. 
Are you a therapist? We are a therapist. That is what that's your job. You're your not job, just a nail tech, right? Your person. You're your person. And you're not just money to me. Mm-hmm. You are an individual that I need. Mm-hmm. I need you. Mm-hmm. Cause if you do not come back in here, this is a yeah. dollar I would not be making. Yes, money, yeah. So I need you. And I need you to understand that I am sympathetic to whatever you are going through. Mm-hmm. And I want you to feel better. I want you to feel better. I want you to leave here. Be, better than you, yeah, than you than came, you came in. in, yeah. That's that's the general service understanding. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. I, I did I, when you say like the relief, it was like fridge. you got a drunk them off so they tip no, you better. I'm joking, no. I don't think Look that's here. how it was. It and I remember when I started getting tips, I remember when my client started tipping me. I was like, hey, yeah, it's a tip. <laughs> like, I never thought I would ever see the day. I get, you a, get tip. a tip, yeah. And I have clients who consistently tip me. Right? Mm-hmm. No matter what. Uh, I, I tip my barber every time. I have to. I have to. I feel like it's weird if I don't Don't. Know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like I'm up my way into a system. Yeah. yeah. I have a client and she does tell me straight up. It's like she don't have any extra money down there. She said, Jeffy, man, got your tip. I'm like, girl, go ahead, <laughs> please. What's wrong with you? She said, no. She said, don't worry. When I come back next week or two weeks from now, I'm going to work with the tip from last week and that week. And I'm like, you know, you don't have to. She said, no, and I, I want to. It's something I feel like I need to do as yeah. gratitude yeah, to show thanks, you yeah. that I am happy for the services you don't give me. Yeah. Right? But, and, hey, listen, right? I'm telling you, when I go to my barber, mm-hmm. um, there are two things that happen. One, he gives me a haircut, which is mm-hmm. exactly what I'm paying for. <laughs> but um, gives me a very good haircut. He takes his time, doesn't rush me out. No matter how full in there be, he my barber taking it, taking yeah. it time, right? And the second thing that my barber does for me is that he makes me feel like he's actually interested in what the heck is happening in my life. life. He does. Like, we don't... And it's not even, like, no deep conversation about my problems and so, you know. It's just like, how are you, man? How's the family? I was like, mm-hmm. the family's good! Family's really good! How is the daughters doing? Like, he's like, yeah, like, they're good. And it's like, it's just this... You're happy. And it feel... It feel like the connection. Yeah, it it's feel a connection. Yo, listen, I just text, I just call my barber and say, Hey, mm-hmm. you're gonna be in the shop tomorrow, you're gonna be in the shop. It's like, come through, mm-hmm. it's fine. Steven, yes, you come, Steven Cigar. Steven Cigar, come through, it's fine. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it is exactly it's more than mm-hmm. that. It's more than just it's more than just the money, it's more than just the service, it's more than just the nails, it's more it's, than just the cosmetics. It's a It is a connection that you're making with people. And they clients. like you. They literally like you. Like you. They Genuinely. don't just yes, it's not like they're just like what you produce. That you're producing this. Mm-hmm. They actually like you as an individual. individual. Now, how bad of an individual would you be if you are an off-balance individual? If all you did was work and you started to hate doing nails, this isn't gonna happen. It's never happen. But if First you day. if you work, if you okay. Cause there's a level, there's there's like a balance that needs to be struck because you could do something to the degree that it becomes not so much a passion, but it becomes an obligation. Yeah. When you reach into that territory, it starts to become a misery. It's tedious. It's tedious and it's difficult yes. because it's like, I have, it's not like I like to do this. Mm-hmm. It comes to, I have, have to, do, to this. do this. I have to do eight people a day. Mm-hmm. I have to do 20 people mm-hmm. in three days in order to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I have to do. When you're doing it like that, it becomes awful. Mm-hmm. You need a break. You need to actually have an actual human experience mm-hmm. outside of your shop. shop. You need to go on the beach. You need to make time for your son. You need to sit down and watch a movie. You need to go and eat popcorn. You need to do... 
human things. Human things. <laughs> because you're not a robot. Exactly. It's not it's not the same. Exactly. And people are not going to like you. Because if you are a robot, exactly. You lose all the essence. Imagine they tell you you need to you, you visit your fridge. Mm-hmm. You need mm-hmm. to get a shot of a cat. Mm-hmm. Jev, what go, happened go, to you? Go, go take a shot. And I don't and think it's ever fear for your client to be asking you what's up what's with wrong. You, with you. Yeah, it's I'm not saying like if something is wrong with you mm-hmm. and they could tell if if you nice. know me on a personal level, you probably can tell if something is up with me that day and you'll be like, What's up with you? Nothing. Like I have uh, I have developed a relationship with most of my clients. I like they're like my family. Mm-hmm. Like I consider them a part of me. That's a support system, yeah. That's a support system that I have from my clientele. Right? Um. So if I tell my clients, Hey, I'm going on vacation, they're like, Girl, you ain't not gone yet. Up, go wow, really? Yeah. Versus versus where are you going? What I have the one, two persons who are like You can't go nowhere. Can nowhere. What's wrong with you? I need my nails, nails done. done. Yeah, we have those persons. But then there's also those clients who understand yeah, the yeah, life yeah. that I am living and how much I dedicate yeah. to my career that I do need a vacation, mm-hmm. that I do need time off. Whether it be a week, whether it be two days. There are times you need off, yeah, and true. you need to Make you need time. to take care of yourself. Yeah, that's self care, self love, self optimum. Yeah. and surround yourself with some people too who don't require much of you. Of you, exactly. Because the thing is, is, is you get into a situation sometimes, and I've been I've been here where I felt like all I was doing was giving, 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 mm-hmm. giving, giving, giving. Like it's not that I, I didn't have people who cared about me, but. I would turn down the advances to help. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody want like, hey, Steve, like, come do this with me. And I'll be like, ah, I got to work. Mm. You know? And I'll, I'll like, Steve, hey, we got this get together. Ah, I got to work. work. You know? And you do it, you do it so often that people, like, they just they don't ask. You. They don't they ask, don't ask. And it's not that they don't care, but it's just that. They know the answer they're about the, to get. Yeah, more likely than not, you're going to be working. Mm-hmm. When you realize that happen, if you want to save the relationship, you got to be the one to mm-hmm. then come through and say, what are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing next week? What are you doing Sunday? What are you doing Sunday? And repatch because a relationship is not going to... Mend itself off it, of its own. No, it's not going to. You have somebody got to put in some, some mm-hmm. fertilizer and some soil mm-hmm. and grow it again. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you'll be waiting for the world to change and nothing will ever occur. You have to make an investment in mm-hmm. relationship. And if you don't invest time... And you don't invest anything else. I don't even know what else you could invest to make a relationship. Nothing. Because even if you give somebody money, money. and gifts and so, that's not doing. It's not patching anything. You're putting a plaster anything. on a. It's a, putting a plaster on a cut that requires a stitch. That's exactly what it that is. That it is. That is what you're doing. It's you're true. putting a plaster on a cut that requires stitches. stitches. And, and stitches you cannot time. just do that because you can get you can get infected. Somebody going to make its way in. It's going to affect in relationship. And you're going to be like, but you're drifting further away from me. And it's not that the person don't want to be your friend. It doesn't mean the person doesn't want to be with you. But the person realize you are neglecting them. Mm-hmm. And the most, the best thing you could give a friend or a relationship is you. Is you, yeah. You, you give them that. You, yourself. you yourself. This yeah. essence of you. The reason why they are your friend is because of you it's and true. what you brought to the table as an individual. It's true. And people take that for granted. They do. They do. And not understand 
the reason I put it up with your stupidness is because I love you as a person and understand the type of person you are and what it is you are doing and your essence is beautiful mm-hmm. and it is what the person needs in their life. It's true. It's but true. What you're doing is neglecting me and my girl, I'm a boy. You got to go. It's true, but you know it's funny because I think a lot of the times, like, um, as you get older, like you tend to lose that perspective. Mm-hmm. Eh? Like you tend to cover up your. What could I say? Your inadvertence to make investments of yourself mm-hmm. with like things, like I know <laughs> I had a friend the other day. He went through a situation where um, he and his girl was on the rocks, mm-hmm. right? And he thought that the best thing to do at that point mm-hmm. is to finally buy this gold chain thing. She wanted something with a pendant or something. <laughs> and he said, "Man, this is Steve. Steve, this is what she wants. This is what she wants. Like this is what she wants." I said. You sure this is what she want? He say, yeah. Like, she been saying that I don't pay enough attention, right? And all of this thing. So I know she was talking about this like a couple months ago. We went in the shop. She done see it. I couldn't afford it at the time. But dude, I going to make my penance and I going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. I said, um, okay. So, okay. I don't, I don't prescribe to telling people what, what they're, they're supposed, supposed to do. To do? Eh? Okay. If you ask me for me, me advice, I'm going to give you my honest advice and I'm mm-hmm. going to step away. Okay. I don't believe in forcing nobody to, to do, do nothing. To do nothing. Want to do. If you ain't ready to learn the lesson yet, mm-hmm. on your own time, you will mm-hmm. do what you need to do. Went to buy the pendant. But she was like, thank you, thank you so much. And he came back, he was like, bye. To me, man, really think that do nothing bad. To me, she really ungrateful. You know, like, I understand this logic. She ain't grateful. But you know how much that thing cost me by? By about nine dollars I spent for that, you know? And she just watched me like, I said, I said, if I, if I may, the problem that you guys are having is not based on what you Material could buy. Material things. The problem you guys are having is that you work a lot. You do a lot of stuff. And even when you have free time, you tend to spend your free time away from, from her. her. She's not asking you for material attention. She's asking you for your actual attention. Mm-hmm. You need to make time for your girl. Literally, this is what you. Sh- this is what I think you should do. Go home tonight to your woman. Mm-hmm. Cause you here right now, me here with her. Mm-hmm. Go home tonight to your girl. Literally, just sit down with her and talk. Like, don't turn on the TV. Don't want no show. Turn to turn off the phone. Turn, don't do none Nothing. of that crap. Just literally sit down and talk to her. It might be awkward. It might be a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Be a treat for the hours that you take. But just mm-hmm. do what you gotta mm-hmm. do and sit down and. Talk to your girl. Mm-hmm. Ask her what's going on. Ask her what's happening Between now. Us, what are you yeah. interested in? If you ain't want to talk about each other, don't start with that because mm-hmm. you might make her angry. Just start with anything else and just talk. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the time as men, we think that what is necessary of us is what the world is telling us is necessary of us. Because there's a lot of pressure for us sometimes to produce something. Like, we're supposed to be making a certain amount of money. We're supposed to have a house at a certain time. We're supposed to be driving a certain type of car. We're supposed to have a certain amount of jewelry. We're supposed to be able to buy with girl a certain amount of stuff. Wait, pause, insert one thing. Based off of Ketishan society, you're supposed to have a certain amount of women. You're supposed to have a certain amount of, Because you're supposed to be able to screw somebody's brains yeah. up. If you can sex, if you, if you ain't packing a certain length, yeah, you're you ain't right. really qualified. You're a man. You know, man, no. you, you can't make your woman run up the walls. What's wrong with you? You can't talk to me in a bass in your voice. You, you can't talk to me. You ain't got the girls. You ain't got it. And it's all of these <laughs> dumb markers that are set by people mm-hmm. who did not give a crap about you to begin with. Exactly. Who says that you're going to be some sex god? Who says that you're going to make $80,000 a week? 
Who says that? Who does this? Who realistic person? Who exactly. do you know in real life that does these things? That's what I'm saying. Anything is nobody knows what happens in your relationship mm. and nobody knows what your relationship requires more than you should. And you I say should because if you gotta be paying attention, mm-hmm. you gotta be paying attention. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. They, again, by running after all of these things, by trying to perfect your A game mm-hmm. and have sex with as much people to make sure you got your your, your stroke done you right. And then come back to somebody and then all of what you've learned is irrelevant because everybody is different. Front and want different things. Exactly. <laughs> like it is it, it, <laughs> anything is it is it I just I just really feel empathy for some guys. Eh? Mm-hmm. They really ain't trying to be necessarily bad or mm-hmm. selfish, but like they really know what they're supposed to be doing. So it's like, but Steve, like but if men like Mm-mm. if men are these three girls, like mm-hmm. think about it, like how are you gonna know how to sex good and so on? Like I said, dude, listen, 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 mm-hmm. listen. No matter who you find yourself with, mm-hmm. give them every bit of your attention and learn them. Because they are in themselves a whole universe of okay. things. You could never know everything about somebody. About somebody. And you could always discover new things that they're going to discover through you mm-hmm. as well. But you got to be paying attention. Mm-hmm. If you got 10 women who you're going to be paying attention. attention. Because you will never know what that person... Each day that you are alive, you grow. Exactly. And each day you develop, you realize something new about yourself. Like how we said in the beginning of this conversation, we realize like as we get older, attributes from our parents are now becoming a part of us. us yeah. So you would not know this if you do not sit down and pay attention to your partner. Like, I... This, this might sound a little bad. I just, I just got out of a situationship slash relationship. Uh-huh. A situationship. Yeah, but it, it... For those out there who don't know what a situationship it, is, Jevil, please tell us what a situationship is. It is... A relationship between you and someone that is not a committed relationship but has the characteristics of a relationship but it doesn't have the label of you are my boyfriend and I am your girlfriend. It's not exclusive. No. And it might grow to become exclusive. Very rarely happens but it does happen. Curb because expectations. Yes, yes. Curb yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. I just came out of one and a point of this situation and going into a relationship seriousness I asked the fellow a question I said tell me something you think I does work too much <laughs> like no it was a serious yeah, question because question. I sat down and thought to myself what time do I get this man and what time do I get to have with this man to, to, to understand him better and mm-hmm. know him better and if I don't do it I mean he also talking to other females Coincidentally, he was, but yeah, not, let's not go there. But he talking to he's a situation. Men don't take that to mean a Ooh. lot. They don't go, we don't go fat. <laughs> we don't be whoring and touring, doing world trips and whatnot. World trips, but it's okay, right? I guess. And I had it's okay because guess what? I, it did go into a relationship at that point, but the majority of the time it was a situation. Relationship. Mm-hmm. So I had to understand what was happening. Right, and so what did this, he say? What was the question? You the asked question him, was, "Do I work too much?" Do I work too much? He told me, "No, I don't," because he understood the goal and oh, he understood okay. what my aim was and what I had to do. Right? Or did he understand that if you were preoccupied, then you wouldn't be a problem for him too? Yeah, yeah, I think it's that too. <laughs> honestly, no, like honestly, I feel 
like that was one of the, the, the good things about it. He was like, he was free. She, she, he, he was free. Sure, Jeff is working from nine to ten tonight. So during this time, I could go talk to other females. I could, I could entertain. I could, by the time she done work, the more she's doing the coming over to sleep and to have sex or whatever the case is. We might lay down and watch TV, watch a movie, talk, whatever. But I don't... But majority of the time, I don't do what I had to do. So she walking is great for me. And yeah. I'm free. Yeah, free. And then like when she done walk, I got the benefit of having her. Double so, up. Best thing in the world. <laughs> Yo. Is it really? It is not. It Man, is not, but... You don't even know. I don't continue. But I'll, I'll that, stick a pin. <laughs> But this was the situation, and for me, because I was being genuine and genuinely asking this question, I was concerned because at a point he told me this. The reason sometimes he would tell me no when I asked, let's go, go do this, he would say no, was because he felt like initially if I asked my friends, hey, let me go do this, and they said no, he's the backup plan. Oh. He felt like he was the backup plan. plan so just to be spiteful and petty to mm. per se, I'm going to tell her no. To regain control. Just to, to make her feel it's like a little way. May want, and I may want to do it, but the fact that he's the backup plan. Yeah. I'm going to tell her that. no. I can't, can't be the backup plan. I can't be the first choice. That's the thing. And then <sighs> I had to decide at a point to put my friends on, on a back burner, but give them limitations to let them know yes. For a very long time, it has just been us and we have been doing this thing. But I'm trying to be in a relationship and I'm trying to grow up and take life a little bit more serious. And with this man, I can see where serious. I want to go. Mm-hmm. Right? So friends, yes. You would show up in my shop. But even if you show up in my shop, no, at a certain time when I don't work, go. I gotta go. Mm. And you as my friend has to understand that I have to go and be happy for me. And if your friends can't be happy for you, you don't need them around you. That's so true. my friends. That's interesting. My friends understood. Because if they don't like the guy, like if they did, they did like him. <laughs> Yo, listen, <gasps> right? Listen, right? <gasps> you people, you, 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 you I, I would say this. I'm not saying make decisions based on the people around you, mm-hmm. but God, I have never been steered far astray from, from my circle. circle. Like, if mm-hmm. my circle has a concern... There's a reason why there's a concern. I, I, I should... I'm not saying go with what they say. But, but just take, take a little note. Consideration. Take it in consideration. Hint. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And realize there's that if you end up in a situation that you probably didn't particularly prefer, mm-hmm. that, you didn't ha- that you had forewarning, mm-hmm. you don't have, like, an excuse of saying, oh, well, I didn't, didn't see know. it coming. I didn't know. I didn't see it. You had the warning. Like, your friend yeah. them hinting to you. Sis, bro, monitor this. Monitor this. You sure? Monitor this. You sure about this? You sure, sure? Like, when my situation, (laughs) it ended. When it ended, my friends, they were not in my face and said, I tell you so. Mm -hmm. They just came and they were like, okay, we're going to deal with this together. But, Jeff, do you remember at a point? We did. We did. We did hint to you. This, this guy, this, this fellow, guy, mm, sketchy, things that happen, and it'll look sketchy. It'll and look a little hot. Yeah, you're Keep sure. your eyes open. Mm-hmm. I know you're trying to shoot your shot, but, but holster the pistol yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so funny. Like, guys, like, if I had to talk to myself at, like, 20 to 26, maybe, mm-hmm. I would give myself some real scarf. 
Yo! Because it's, <laughs> you know, the thing is, you would want to think, and, and, and this is me being completely honest, you'd want to think that the more girls you have, the more happy you will be. Um, I have found that there, um, there's very much a diminishing return system on women. Um, the more women that you you have, mm-hmm. especially, again, over a certain amount, I, I guess there's a conservative amount, mm-hmm. but, like, when you reach over a certain amount, God, it's difficult to find happiness. Like, hell, like, yo, happiness is, happiness is difficult. Uh, happiness is hard. And I think uh, it's, it's hard because each person that you meet have their own specific unique nuances and and they also have because a relationship is growing there is a communal understanding that you have with people on a different wavelength like i could talk to you about something mm-hmm. in a certain way mm-hmm. and if i talk to a different woman i have to talk to her in that's, again a different, different way, way. Mm-hmm. and again vice versa so like not vice versa but it's compounded when it's more people. The way I refer to you is different to the way I refer to person B. The way, as a difference, the way I prefer to person C. Mm-hmm. Especially if you want to have ongoing... At the same time. Rela- at the same time, concurrent. So, like, yeah. again, what happens is, at certain junctures, you are going to mix up those references. The way I speak to you and relate to you, mm-hmm. or even the way I treat you, mm-hmm. gonna start getting mixed in with the way I treat Susie. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna start being mixed in with the way I treat Kathy. Kathy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be frustrated with Kathy. Mm-hmm. When you're me- frustrated with Susie. And when I'm frustrated with Susie mm-hmm. for something that Susie did. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be frustrated with you because something is going on with these two. I don't understand it. Susie cheating on me. <laughs> cheating. Cheating. Because I'm technically can. Yeah. Yeah, Susie, Susie giving it away. Mm-hmm. And Susie might not even be giving it away sexually, but it's just because I know what I'm doing. Emotionally. Susie found somebody to speak to. Exactly. And Susie it now drives you crazy. crazy. As a man, especially as it men. It drives you crazy because you assume, mm-hmm. even if Susie is just talking to somebody new, that is just as bad as the things that you are doing. Because if you could do it, mm-hmm. and men always feel this way, we always feel this way. If I could do it and get away, mm-hmm. seemingly, because mm-hmm. most of the times we Yeah, you ain't We woman done pick up on it, but don't we just, it's just, just like, we let you do uh, your thing. Just, and it's bad, but I guess this happens. But anyway, so you probably already pick it up, but I think I gain away. Mm-hmm. If I could get away with it, Susie, Susie could get away with it. And Kathy could get away with it too. Susie says, Kathy ain't over there doing thing on the East Coast. And after all, you start to get paranoid. When you're paranoid, you cannot find happiness. happiness. There's no peace in paranoia. It's, there's a, those are two separate things. They're completely on the opposite sides of the spectrum. It's like comfort and fear. It's, how you can be comfortably fear, fearful? <laughs> you cannot be, and you can't be, you can't be entertaining. And that's mm-hmm. what happens. The pool gets muddied mm-hmm. when somebody upsets the balance. If it's just all four of us mm-hmm. in this thing, and we are aware, and everybody plays the role, mm-hmm. nobody cheating on the guy, mm-hmm. nobody giving no hints mm-hmm. that they're doing something else. Mm-hmm. Even if it's, even if they don't mean to, yeah. Even if it's not true, even if it's just maybe it's just a friend. 
but it's your friend, ex- exactly. a pure platonic friend, pure platonic friend, and the person you feel like this man feels like that man is giving you too much attention. Exactly, Ooh, stuff is questionable. What's going on here? And everything Why? breaks down. Yes. I, I, I just, I just think of it like a house of cards. Mm-hmm. Literally, you are building a house of cards, mm-hmm. and only one thing has asked. to set you off. Mm-hmm. It could be a little wind blow from this side with a little rumor. Jevy look like she like that guy there, you know. Yeah. The whole house of cards. Kathy gonna pay for my insecurity with you. And definitely Susie gonna pay. Because mm-hmm. Susie is Millie's favorite. Mm-hmm. Susie <laughs> gonna pay. Because Susie done questionable in this situation here. And there's one other problem that stops like these multifaceted, multi-relationship mm-hmm. multi things from happening. There's one other thing that happens mm-hmm. that breaks the whole thing apart. No matter how you try to play it. Mm-hmm. Eventually, human beings want more. more oh my gosh oh my gosh that's like no. l- look listen 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 from my perspective as a woman how would you know having three of us right you might be skipping over the love of your life by entertaining the three of us you know because i might be that one person who can produce everything that at this present time you feel you need as well as as you grow i am able to grow with you but you will never understand or recognize the fact that i have these attributes because you are divided into so many places and trying to figure out so many things and how to deal with three different personalities that you skip over that one personality that has everything and is willing and able to grow with your personality because we all have flaws. Of course. We all have got, flaws. flaws. Yeah, but it's for us to accept our flaws oh, yeah. and different. be able to it's tell different. you straight up and accept when somebody comes to you, oh gosh, Jev, you have this flaw. Um, no, I don't. Of course not. What are you talking about? Women don't have flaws. What's That's for men. What's wrong with you? It's for men. It's wrong with you? It's a manly problem. But mm-hmm. as a woman, I can accept the fact that I do have flaws. And I do, I try to figure out what my flaws are mm-hmm. and where I might be going wrong. And if you as my companion come and tell me, Jeff, you have this flaw, I can accept the fact that, yes, I do. That is amazing. It is, it is. Because it is. now I know how to deal with you around that flaw and how to adjust that flaw to help our relationship mm-hmm. and build what we have and as two individuals. Office. Right? But you dealing with me, Susie, and you might bring Susie flaw and gimme. Yeah, yeah. And hey, mine. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You, you transcribe. You're, You're just like, yeah. Susie in, Susie in like peanut butter. And it's going to be way deeper. It's going to be something like you're insecure. Susie insecure, so you're insecure too. Susie does not know Mm self-love, and I might know self-love. Exactly. But because you feel Susie don't know self-love, automatically I I don't know self-love, and I'm willing to accept any kind of nonsense you're trying to give me. Mm -hmm. I'm panel. That is not about to happen. It's not going down like that. But then the women, the thing is, and and I don't blame anybody. In situationships, Mm -hmm. I think they always end. Not always end because mm-hmm. some situationships go on for the long, the long, long haul. Um, I've never been in one, um, but anyway, um, situationships for me, mm-hmm. the reason why they fail, they usually fail for me. I don't really like them anymore, mm-hmm. but the reason they usually fail for me is because there is a point when 
what you are doing loses its like its rotation is mm-hmm. done and it's no time to either a move to another level or b cancel and off. and, and cut, cut, it cut it off, off. It, it's there's no more there's no further like but you're not reaping the return there's no juice yes, in this thing it's no longer and it's it, not it, i don't think it has anything to do with sex or anything no, it just no, has no. to do with the persons the, and the pattern too mm-hmm. Susie and kathy will want more it's yeah. not it's, it's inevitable mm-hmm. it's inevitable mm-hmm. people who are like um I don't want to say peace because it feels like it demotes a human being to, to mm. a, an, an object. But fact is fact. Oh, boy. Jeff, you, you really reminded me of my dad. <laughs> um, but um, somebody who is in, like, this side, this, uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to say peace. Okay, um, the other woman. No. That sounds worse. Um, um, the secondary? Nope. nope. Um, your other companion. Yes. Your other companion mm-hmm. is going to want to be at least your primary companion. Mm-hmm. They want, they're going to want to be mm-hmm. the it for you because... Number when one, you, number only. Exactly. When you're going back and telling Kathy that you love her so much and that you can't... Leave, what do you think Kathy thinking? Kathy thinking... We you might go, Yes. Oh, my and God. That your relationship, because they it's might perfect. know... They might know that I'm with Jeff, mm-hmm. right? But, like, man, the relationship with Jeff, it can't be so deep if he's telling me if that he, he loves love me. me. And look what he does do for me. Yo, yo listen, right? <laughs> Peace, people <laughs> on this side just count the blessings more than anybody else in life. Oh, My gosh. God. Like, listen, and it's not just women, it's men, men too. Eh? Yeah. Men as a side people, a man who count the blessings. Boy, Boy a man as give me better side love. piece. A man as a side piece, he doing the most. Most. Because he got to secure his spot. Hey, why? He done walk out. Look, I is the side piece. You done biting your man. And I is the side piece. And anybody piece. could throw me off if me ain't doing what I supposed to be. Because obviously, I don't throw off your man. Obviously. <laughs> uh, that's what he feel. That's what he feel. That's what I feel. Yeah, yeah, that's obviously, I don't throw off your man because your man ain't doing everything you have. He had to do. So you came out looking for a secondary companion. And I, I am that not. person. And I am going to do the utmost. Look. It'll be a man don't bring your lunch, no problem. I will be there at 12 o'clock every, every day. single day. With your food. Oh, my God. Oh, your man don't. Your man don't <laughs> rub your foot. Every time you come by me, I will be rubbing, rubbing your feet. feet. Let me tell you. Your man don't like candle. Oh. Well, you know what? Scented candles, bath and body works. I make my own candles. Oh, shoot, bro. I'm putting oh. my essential oh. oils. Shoot, You like bro. peppermint? Me, oh. I got you. I got you. I got extra peppermint. I got extra peppermint. I put it in this diffuser. Mm-hmm. You're going to be happy while you're here. You like love pet. You love petals. You like flowers. I got you. Every week you're getting pe- flowers. flowers. Getting sent to you. Getting sent to you. Exactly. I've been there. Exactly. And there's nothing more expensive than a soy piece. Than, a, than being a soy piece. Nothing. Nothing more expensive. And you're hoping to all God. I'm the man on this side, but make me your man. You as a man too, like as a woman, on a woman's perspective, you as a man, number of things you have to do to satisfy your side piece so she could hush him out and behave. I don't want to say behave because behavior is, this is not the right word, but you as a man, you as a man, right? You got to do so much things. You because you she want to talk? No, because she could destroy your life. Destroy. Yo, listen. You know who does. You know who does. You know who does go above and beyond. Bar gagi to them by. Married man, lad. Yo, married man, married men, and I don't understand up to this day. 
married men. That married men, they do the most. Yeah. I know this one particular married man. And before he got married, he used to talk to me. Got married, I was so happy for him. I was like, "Yo, congratulations, Puerto! Yo, you made that step in life." That's great. I was dead ass wrong. <laughs> Yo, thinking I get rid of this man from troubling me now? No, like he would see me and seeps me. The other day he saw me in the street and he was like, "Your butt rounding up nicer." I said, "Pause." Your husband, your wife, your wife. She never talk to women like this. He told me my wife know who I am before we got married. That's oh. not the same. That's not oh. the same. That is a trough. Yo. That is a trough. That means she does not know. Who you are. He, who, why you just be saying. Because the question you asked, you, you, does your wife, let's rephrase. And I don't like lies. That I don't, at least I don't like when people try to con people. Mm-hmm. Not like a con, but just like, <laughs> uh, you know. But I don't like that. Mm-hmm. You ask the question, does your wife know what you're doing? that you talk to women mm-hmm. like this? Mm-hmm. The response is not, yes. yes, my wife knows that I currently talk to women like this. The response is, my wife knew who I was before, before I, got, I married. got married. So she already, she, you, you're assuming, you're assuming as a man that your wife thinks that the same attributes you had when you were a single man, you carried into our marriage. Heck no. As a woman, a man thinks, thinks that. that. No. Like, if, if I marry a woman who went around the block a hundred times. Oh. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't with the shaming because mm-hmm. you got a lot of men who get married and they've been around the block a more million, than a hundred times. A so I ain't even, mm-hmm. women, no, no judgment. Kudos but to I'm you. saying, if de- this is what she did mm-hmm. before she got married to you, you do not want to assume that that's what she's doing to you. No. no and by no. all means, I'm not saying people don't, don't. adjust their life and adapt mm-hmm. to different situations. Mm-hmm. You don't know why she was going on. Maybe she was looking for love. Maybe she was looking for, for security. Maybe she was looking for bills to be paid. Mm-hmm. Maybe she was looking for sex. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Whatever she was looking for, you would hope that she found, found it, it in you and she has found a resting place. She has found to a relax. place of comfort. Yes. I don't have to go looking anymore. I don't have to be out here fornicating with exactly. these younger men because I have my husband Ex- and, and he, he is, is enough. enough. Yes. And that is the problem. A lot of persons, Steven, <laughs> oh my gosh, Steven, look. What I have found, a lot of married people don't understand. Some people rush into marriage. I, I love marriage. I just want that people want to get married. I'm one of those persons who feel like eventually, I, somebody's going to find me and I'm going to find that person. Because it's not just me being found, but I need to find them also. Mm -hmm. It's a two-way street. And I feel like I'm going to find that person. And when we find each other, it's going to be enough. And I'm going to understand who you are and be able to say, yo, this man produces 80% of what I require. Mm-hmm. That 20%, I'm going to be able to you deal with it. it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work on it together and accept it. Mm-hmm. But what it is happens, a lot of people who get married, they feel like my husband is a habitual cheater. Mm-hmm. And the day that we get married... Those attributes are about to fall off of him and go down the drain. He going to go in the bathroom, he going to pee, and all them things gone down the drain. <laughs> and that Ooh. is the wrong concept. You are marrying who this person is. You know who that was. That's scary. You know what, you know what going on with them. That's scary. And people don't understand this is who this person is 24-7, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Are you accepting them? Are you saying, yes, 
I want to marry you knowing who you are? Or are you saying yes to the potential that you feel that this have. person has? Yo, this is deep because... <laughs> it's deep because um, I think a lot of the times, a lot of the times people don't... People assume that because they want somebody to change, that's enough impetus for them to change. No. And I just say all the time, nobody could change nobody. As much as I could will it, mm-hmm. as much as I could try to convince you, manipulate mm-hmm. you psychologically, gain your head, make you angry, or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. I cannot change you. I can't change anything about you. you. And I can't change, even if I could force mm-hmm. something on you, like say, hey, look, Jeff, don't like, take out your shoes when you come in here, like something like that. Is a temporary fix until Unless that person wants ex- to change until it. Until, exactly. They have to want, want to, change to change it. it. Otherwise, they're going to be balling your mouth off and Jeff is still not going to take off Exactly. Shoes. That's what I'm saying. You, it, it's like you cannot force change because it's convenient for mm-hmm. you to change. And when it comes to marriage, I think I just take... I ain't married yet. My mother probably ain't the most happy person. I'm oh not God. married yet. But like... <laughs> For me, it's just such a serious thing Step. to me that I'm not taking it like... Lightly, lightly, lightly. I want to get married so people could get cake. You know, if people come to you and tell you like... I want a piece of cake. I want cake. cake. Well, go, go down to Fulton. I'll follow you to Fulton. And, and you I will buy, buy you the cake. I'll come. buy your slice. Mm-hmm. If that's what you that really want. Yeah. Because you ain't going to push me into nothing and then talk about how you don't get your cake and I hear with somebody, some demon... Grieving every, every day. night. Oh, God, you wake up. I tell you tech bite. I tell you tech knock about. I tell you tech lie. Just to suit the fact that you as an individual outside want cake. I, that type of Ridiculous. People, I don't believe in divorce. Let me tell you something. Um, do listen, I believe in it? Listen, I think it's just a let thing. me tell you the terms. Oh, may I help him drop out? Oh, listen, <laughs> let me explain the terms and conditions for me getting a divorce from my man. Let if me hear this I, one. This is going to be controversial. This, let's this let's one is just a touchy. <laughs> go ahead. Go touchy ahead. bad. But as I said before, I have to accept my husband for who he is. And if I see I am marrying you and you are this person, it means that I accept you for who you are. I suppose they lie. Um, I accept you as a lawyer. Obviously. Oh, wow. Obviously. But you do that okay, lawyer? well, then that's a whole other circumstance. That means I didn't do my due diligence and I didn't do my research. Good. And now me, as my best friend says, I don't work for the FBI. So I will find out what I need to find out about you. But then at the same time, even though I find out these things, people give people the person who they want to give them. So, Stephen, I might be giving you happy, nice Jeff. We are as, again, the Stan Demon Jeff. Mm. I might begin the rest of society demon Jeff, but then meet you and you met me like a teddy bear. You met me soft. I've heard you met me before. happy. You make me um, the person that I truly am. And you accept me for me and you understand me. So society's outlook on me is different to yours. Of course, yeah. Because Always. you don't see. They mm. don't see what you see in me. Indeed. And the fact that we have came to this conclusion and we realize that we love each other to the extent of marriage, I am going in, we're going to divorce. The only how I could see me getting a divorce from a man, right? You start to bang me every day. 
every night. So you ain't gonna take the beating, that's such cut off. No okay. man, no, 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 no. Can't go bang I, your back. I, I don't agree, see agree, the fight. I don't see the fight and I don't understand the saying who I married. This is the thing, the terms and conditions, right? You, I marry you. This was not who you was when we got married. But that's the thing, people gonna change, you know. People gonna change. But how are you changing from yeah. to demon pitchfork out of hell? In an instant, could just I give in you a, a night? Could I give you in that gonna be a night? You can, you can be over the course time. of time. Um, oh man, this is this is gonna be bad to say. Oh lord, it's okay. No, it's, it's, it's not. It's us. not. It's not. It's not me. It's not. It's not a personal story. Mm-hmm. But one time, I I I, I, I walked me way into a conversation about a situation mm-hmm. with a guy was having. He's married. He mm-hmm. married young. Married okay. extremely. I think he married when he was 22 or something oh, like that. Gosh. The girl was like 20. Ah. And so on. And for the most part, yeah, it was going good. it was going pretty good. All right? There were high school sweethearts. It's like, oh my God. It's like, I don't... That's fraudulent things, you know? The I high school sweetheart thing, you know? Fraud. Boy. May I know if it's fraud, but I just know that I don't agree. Yeah. What I'm saying is, they were happy. Mm-hmm. The guy is cool. Very cool guy. Very nice guy. You meet him, you like him. He's just funny and he's nice. And he said, bye, Stephen, um, bye, for the last two years. This, this would have been like about maybe six or seven years into the, rela- the, 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 the marriage, not the relationship. Okay, they have been together for a long time, a long time maybe 11 years. But wow. they, at this point, there were seven years married. Mm-hmm. And he's like, bye. The problem is we don't make love no more. We don't, don't, we don't do none of that. Um, <laughs> The, the, and it's not it's not willful. His wife has an issue. Okay. And it's medical in nature, and okay. it it requires that mm-hmm. she not have sex. Uh, do mm-hmm. it like that. She she can at least she can't do it very often. often. So they okay. haven't. It, it's not, it's for a while mm-hmm. at this point. And he's like, bye. He's starting to see a change in himself. Oh. Say bye. Start to see woman out here. Not no. He ain't, he ain't cheating yet. Oh, lovely. The thing is, what happened is he started to get. Like, everything used to just trick him off. Like, he used to get vexed for everything. Like, he used to get vexed for everything. And they would argue and argue about that very same Mm -hmm. missing component. He's like, how do you expect me to get used to this? Like, that was his thing. Like, he went from, I'll take care of you, to, like, a year in... How do you expect me to live with this? Mm-hmm. I feel like when I talk to you, you make me feel like I'm being selfish. And she's like, what do you want to do? You want to kill me? Like, you know, that's, that's her response because she's getting frustrated mm-hmm. as well. And he's like, bye. We're getting an argument the other day. I said, what happened? What exactly happened? He said, getting an argument the other day. She was packing up she's stuff to leave. Wow. Right? And he said, he ain't know what happened. He like, he just throw on the bag. You just take the bag and just throw on the bag. You ain't going nowhere. Ain't gonna... okay. And so on and so on. And he's saying this and he's bawling. Mm-hmm. And she chuck him. Oh, shit. <laughs> right. Okay. Retaliation, and you he know. Ret- and he said he didn't even like... Think about it. He didn't even... Just he didn't switch. even think about it. He just like... Bloop. Just think. <laughs> he push her back. She falling on the ground. That was the end of that. Mm-hmm. Right? And he's like... He never expected... For him to reach to the place, I'm telling you, nice guy, super nice guy. Mm-hmm. Never expected to reach to the place that he was so angry Agree. with her, with her, or with just anybody to, 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 to actually hit them or to, touch them, to, to touch them, physically in that assault way. them because yeah. it is a physical assault. Mm-hmm. He said he just never thought that would be, be him. It. So I was like, listen, 
I don't know. I don't know who I am mm-hmm. in extreme situations yet. Mm-hmm. But I hope to God yeah. that I don't disappoint myself. Mm-hmm. Because, again, this person is saying, I'm not, I'm not an abusive person. I never hit me. I, I love my wife. wife. I love my wife bad. Mm-hmm. And I push her down. And she fought. I, I literally pushed my wife down. And I don't know. I, I, like me, I'm so sorry. And I don't even know what to say. Edda just ball. He said he just... He just end up bald. Listen to me. I got I tell don't you, know. <laughs> I, I was in a relationship for eight years. Devil Hall, you're only like 22 years old. Um, I'm 27, by the way. Thank oh, you very much. So since you're 19, you've been... Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, it was that. before that. Because uh-huh. he's my son's father. Mm-hmm. And we were high school sweethearts, as people say. We met. And when I went to St. Christopher Preparatory, we met. You went to a prep school? Yeah. I went Basque High School initially, and uh-huh. then I was moved to St. Kitts Prep. Okay. Best experience of my life, by the way. Prep school brought me my closest friends. What? Yes. Prep school. You know, people that have this stigma against prep school, uh, they do. but trust they me, think the that it's, people... It's blinders to society. It's not. I couldn't tell. I thought you went to Bastia. Yeah, I went to time. Bastia for a very long time, and for Fort, till Fort Farm, and then... My, switched to prep. Yeah, switched to prep, and... That was a decision made by my parents. I cursed the day initially, and then I went there and I met the people that that and they have become footholds in my life. These are people I speak to. These are right people there. who are either my son's god parents or their parents are my son's god parents. Wow, they Long lasting. They they have been lasting because we are like minded individuals. We have similar outlooks on life. Okay, right. But met him in prep school. And I remembered when I was pregnant. He also cheated on me. Let me put it out there. Wow. My boy cheated on me. I can't say. I cheated back. And I'm going to be one of those women that's honest. Uh-huh. I used to believe in this man. And Beyonce had a song that had tell me, no girl going to wear my chinchilla coat for me. I don't build you. And we don't build this. And no girl going to come in here and take over and want to mash up this. Or we are what I don't build. You understand me? Beyonce said. Beyonce said this. Don't no girl wear your chinchilla coat. Ring the alarm. That's the song. Ring the alarm. Something, something, something. My chinchilla coat is mine. Let me put it on. And he used to cheat on me. And I decided me take in a bite. I can bite you back. So we have, we used to go on. Relationship used to be on and off. Mm-hmm. Because of these things. Because from the time he realized I cheated, he wanted done. Oh, when you were cheating, it was okay. But the second you realize I doing my a thing, man can't take and a man can't take, but Lord is okay. Cannot. We found, I definitely it's found that out. Not in this culture. In, no, no, no. Not the culture don't allow you to do this. Because it's almost like ownership. Yes, exactly. You can't touch me stuff. No. Me shame me things. Me shame me, me tie with me you. Ties, no. no. It's awful, but. It is continue. true. So I got pregnant. Right, age 20, got my son at 21. When I was pregnant, he was cheating on me with this girl. And he used to leave me at home to cry at night. Because I used to cry a lot. I was really emotional, and I don't know why. But it was just, my hormones and was that, I was emotional. And there were times he told me he's going by our friends to sleep. To only find out after having the child that he never used to go by. And a friend goes to be asleep by the girl. But okay. It's okay, cool, no problem. And... It was a case that, and there I got real upset because 
TikToks came through my mother. Somebody went to my mom and was like, you know, Javel boyfriend is cheating on her with this particular young lady. And we was like, what? No, you're lying. And then we realized they were together. They were doing things together and whatnot. We mean like publicly? Yeah, like they used to go out. They were co-workers. So people would see them together. And then there were times that he would tell me he going out with his co-workers, but he really only going out with the girl. And, you know, people found out as well as she used to speak to people who... She did not know associated with my family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So speaking to confiding. people and this, these people associated with my family and these people would come back and say, well, she studied Chile and he won and all kind of things. Like, like we've been, I've been through this. It wasn't even just one girl, it was two girls. But one of them, I was dealing with her for the whole relationship. So I, I pushed her on the back that burner. That doesn't make it okay. No, it doesn't make it right, but I put her on the back burner. And I just dealt with that, left that. But the one that he used to sleep by, she was older than both of us. So he used to hurt me. And he would, she would help support him. Like she would give him money. She would be there for him and whatnot. Yeah. So one particular night, he came home and I was real upset. And my mom sat him down and told him, you know, this is what we've been hearing. This is what we know happening. Blah, 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 blah. Throughout this conversation now, I'm getting upset. And he's getting upset because he's lying. Blatantly lying about it and saying nothing going on like that, nothing like that's happening, whatever. And at a point, he mouthed the words. He didn't say it. Mm-hmm. So nobody heard him, but I was watching him, so he mouthed, F you. Oh my God. You wasn't to do a pregnant Amanda. And Steven. Then he mounted it he, in your direction? To me. He mounted it to me. Cursed what? me. Me, me and my mom, they are sitting down talking. And I'm not the most subtle person in the world. And I verbally responded. responded and I cursed him. And my mother slapped me, my mother, because, because as your peer one, I supposed to yeah, respect yeah, yeah, you yeah, as yeah, my yeah. peer one and not do these things in front of you. And I understood what happened with my mother. But I can't hit that my mother. So I jump up and I kick him. Oh my God, what is this? Because I'm pregnant and I ain't taking clearly and I done vexed. And I am not, like, two months pregnant. I'm, like, probably six, seven months pregnant here, right? And I jump up, kick him, and then jump, and he will kind of lie down in the bed when I kick him, and I sit on his chest, right? So he trotted me off. I was like, okay, man, I done vex now, and I wanted him down to kick him again. And I tell you, you're pregnant, mind you, because it's kicking my wife, kick him again. You just make me get slapped, and I am a pissed-off person, you know, Pregnant, you're done biting me, and I'm upset, I'm done hormonal. You're about to get this. And my mother had to call for backup because she couldn't handle me alone. And it is only after pregnancy I could have apologized to him. Oh, you apologized. I had to apologize because that was out of character. It was not me. It was it, it it was a part of me, but it was not for me to do. Yeah, That's not my it wasn't place. Right. It wasn't right. Yeah. And for me to put my hands on you. Mm. I ain't supposed to do that. Right? But and the thing is, you don't know. You like, don't know when you're going and, into that And it's, interest, it's interesting, like, in our culture, we just judge people real hard. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, if you have a behavioral issue where you continually... And I'm not backing up for anything. I'm mm-hmm. not saying it's not right to put your hands on no Nobody, adult. No. Like I don't believe in that at mm-hmm. all. Like leave your hands off people. Mm-hmm. Walk oh, away. Walk away. One. Con- control. Drive your care. Something. S- put some self-discipline in and mm-hmm. try to 
verbally say yeah. what you have to say. Deal with what yeah. you have to deal with and keep your hands off a mm-hmm. human adult. Mm-hmm. It's not your place. Right? But at the end of the day, I don't, I try my best not to be extremely judgmental about people who have a problem. Like this, if, if you're always doing it, you need to go to therapy and deal with it. But I am not going to say, I am never going to do things. Like mm-hmm. I reach the point in life where I'm just going to try to say, hey, look, I'm going to try my best not to, mm-hmm. to do this. Mm-hmm. Because I, in an extreme situation, you are going to make extreme decisions. decisions. And you're going to do things that you don't necessarily have the Cognit- clarity. Yeah. Cognitive to be like, man, supposed to, to do rationalize. This. <laughs> yeah. You're going to do... So it's like, again, and you could go to jail for these things. Mm-hmm. These things that nobody cares. You go to prison, nobody cares that you were vexed and you're going through a lot and you shoot him. They just care that you shoot him. You shoot him. That's it. You're cheating. going to jail. You're in jail, jail. Be- you admit, yeah, yeah. You're in you're, jail, jail. You're going jail, jail. You mm. shoot him. This is aggravated this is. assault yeah. with a deadly weapon. Yeah. Excessive force. Excessive. It's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. So right. again, for, like when it comes to these things and, and with relationships, like like emotions, they run really high. Mm-hmm. And I think we just gotta be really, really careful. I think like my 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 parents would have told me like. Don't go sleep vex and, mm-hmm. and all these things. I, I'll be honest with you. You don't do it. Sometimes, sometimes, and this might not work for everybody. I'm not, I'm not a counselor. I'm just telling you what works for me. Yeah. Sometimes it's best to cool down to a point where you could be rational. Because the night might go on and all your back and all, back and forth, cham, 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 the whole neighborhood now. The whole neighborhood happened to the two of you. Mm-hmm. And there's not, because you're so heated... You're not really able to consider what you are really saying. Same. You're just saying whatever it is to hurt the person. And you can't take it off when you don't say it. Exactly. So sometimes I don't feel the best thing to do is to say, hey, look, let's try to get some sleep mm-hmm. and we deal with this in the morning. morning. Because right now we just too, it's too much too emotion. Bombs. But then guess what? Sometimes you can't even sleep with the person, you know, because unconsciously... That's why a coach. Coach. That's why the coach is there. It's beautiful. Because somebody be the bigger man and yeah, somebody hit me you. Why me and be you? No. Why? Why? Why be you? No, these cultural stereotypes. Be the man. Be the man. The man. Cultural stereotypes. Is awful. They're awful. I would not know. You see, listen. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not gonna go out on the coach. But I'm just saying. I don't always have to be the one to go out on the coach. It if could you, be the, as a female, it could be the bigger person and say, let me go out on the chair and go sleep. So. Oh, maybe I am not the person who have a problem sleeping. Like, what if I just fall asleep first? <laughs> what then? You lose. The fight over. You if, lose. You lose. Hit the chair, say, sit the chair. If you can't sleep and they say, the chair is there. Oh, but trust me, I don't care. <laughs> You don't care. You see that same relationship? That relationship has taught me so oh, much man. things. They, you got one. I I've, <laughs> got I've got learned one. tremendous things as an adult now due to that relationship. As much as there are things that and not let me not say I regret, but certain things I questioned in that relationship, it has taught me things to do and not to, to do yeah, yeah, as yeah, an yeah, adult yeah. now. But it may teach you things about yourself. Yeah, it teaches me things a lot about myself too. What I'm willing to deal with and whatnot. Mm. But there were moments, because we lived together. Mm-hmm. He moved in with my, me and my family. We lived together for a number of years, right? Even before we had the kid. Mm. We had to live together for like probably a year, a year and a half, two. What? Before we had the child. 
right? Yeah, because he moved in like when I was ending with college. That's like 19? That's 19, 18, 19, and then, you know, like there. And honestly, there was like, I remember this one particular time. We went a whole week without saying anything to each other. A whole entire week, right? And what we used to do, we sleep in the same bed. We're going to pack pillows. In between. In between. So when you roll, roll on your side. And when I roll, I roll on my side. In Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Like, we'll wake up like two boats in the wind. Because I don't want to talk to you. I don't want you to talk to me either. So, indirectly, I might be cussing you out in the house. Like, I might be walking around the house and my mom might say, Jeffy, why the cup there? I don't know why the cup there. Because I used that cup last night. I don't know who used the cup. Now, fully well, is he used the cup. And because yeah, ain't we are at a disagreement, we, ah, I don't want to talk to you. I don't even want to see you. For me, you ain't got to be in this house. Listen, right? you know, the most difficult thing, the most difficult thing is not loving somebody, you know. The most difficult thing is living with them. Oh, yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you. <laughs> it's difficult. It's very hard. I don't know. I think there are some people. And, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say, mm-hmm. there's some people that you could love, mm-hmm. but you just cannot, cannot live, live with. with them. And I don't know if that means that I'm suggesting that there are going to be some very nuanced relationships mm-hmm. where people might be in love, be together, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe, even, maybe even raise a child, but just raise a child so. in... Different homes. In, because <laughs> space, like, they just cannot... I can give you this thing. I read an article about this college professor. She is married, mm-hmm. has two kids with her husband, live in two different houses. You know why? When they got married, she told her husband, look, I love you. You're the love of my life. But I cannot live with people. Straight up, she told him so. I can't wow. live with people. And her husband accepted the fact. You know what the husband did? Yeah. The husband built an identical house next door. Oh, that's cool. He built their home, their family home, and he built an identical home next door. So the kids will just go from house, house to, to house, house to house. Mm-hmm. And they, it wouldn't be nothing too far out of place. No. Same structure, same. Same everything. So you same know layout. the layout is the same. So they basically you're going in your, you're coming out your house and you're going in your house. So every day they would have family time. She, the wife, will come over. The kids will go over. You know, they and would they have... Alternate they according. would alternate. That's, that's interesting. the husband knows every night my wife going home because she cannot live with me there's times that she needs her personal space mm-hmm. and she needs to be by herself Indeed. just because that's how she that's is. how she is and the way her mind works she knows she can't deal with people 24 7 yeah it it it's again it, it it is an interesting form of relationship and i think again i don't always say like what works for you just works, works for, for you, you. Mm-hmm. you ain't gonna work for me mm-mm, because mm-mm. i'm not the one who wants to live with anybody with you. and that's why you don't force people either way to like like my friends, mm-hmm. I, I have a friend who used to be to me with a crazy person. <laughs> but 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 beyond that, um, I respect. I, I, I found myself one one time. I found myself giving giving him advice that was more or less telling him to leave, oh. and I had to apologize okay. to him and say that's not my place to say. To say. You 
and whatever you have with that person mm-hmm. is special to you. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't, then you would you would probably leave. Leave long time. Exactly. The things that you are dealing with, I don't have to deal with, mm-hmm. and I don't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. But that's that doesn't mean that you should do, not deal with them Possibly. because we. I can't, and and I refuse to do this now. I I, I cannot quantify a human being. I only know of you mm-hmm. what you have shown me and maybe what other people have seen of you. of you. And some of those things might not even be credible because mm-hmm. they might be lying. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The only credible evidence I have is the evidence I have of interacting with you and how I feel about Which, those interactions. Yeah. But they are not all the interactions available from you. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you are in a relationship. I don't know how you are as a mother in terms of I haven't seen that bond. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you are as a helpmate, a business partner. I don't know how you are even as a creative individual. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that part mm-hmm. of you at, at this point. And that's fine. A human being is not just one thing. And it's like you would want to say, oh, that person is a crazy person. Yes, but that person is also super caring. They're loving. They're great as a, um, as a confidant. They are incredibly inspirational. Mm-hmm. All of these things. You call them crazy, but what about all these other things? That they are. And to me, these other things, they might be way more impactful on yeah. another individual than what you see as crazy. Exactly. That's this true. That is very true because what society does, society only can label you as one thing. That's usually the case. Like, so, situationship. Let's do this! <laughs> In my situationship, I remember there was one time, like, me, we, we were out, but persons didn't see me, mm-hmm. right? So by the time I got back to where he was, he said, girl, somebody just walked up to me at me with my nail tech, you know. I was like, you have a nail tech? He's like, you. I said, well, I have a name. I'm an individual. So you cannot just address me as, as a, nail a nail tech. I am I'm Jev. Jev has so many layers That's to Jev. That's just, That's just one. one. So like, if you do not know me, you cannot just say, oh, the nail tech. Who is the nail tech? Have to wrap it up. Have okay. to wrap it up. But you know what? I'll say this. And to end it off. Because it's something that... I th- just this morning, I was having this, like, this meditation about it. I watched a video, actually, and it kind of sparked my interest. Mm-hmm. They were talking about blondes, mm. blonde women. And they said, like, they were saying, why is it that blonde women seem dense, dense um, stupid, mm-hmm. uh, you, know, you know, just kind of childish, right? Hollywood built this. Yes. There's, no f- there's nothing... There's nothing that states that a blonde woman is any less inte- intellectual, any less smart, any, any less of anything mm-hmm. than anybody else with different types of hair. But the problem is, is that in America, sometimes children are born blonde mm-hmm. and eventually their hair becomes darker, darker. over time. Mm-hmm. So they attribute blonde with young. Also, being blonde, naturally blonde, mm-hmm. is, is a little real. Like, it's more real than being a brunette, being a redhead, redhead? being wow. any... Blue eyes. It's it just... It's real. Okay. Right? So people find that attractive. Uniqueness yeah. is attractive. Right? Quote, unquote. They say exotic. Yeah, exotic. You're like always exotic. That. I don't <laughs> like that word. It sounds like an animal, a creature. Yeah, you're it a sounds, creature. Real yeah, creature like that everybody dinosaur. wants. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they were saying they were saying all these things, and the, 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 what they came down to what it, what it came down to is there's no difference. But if you only see somebody as a blonde, you will treat them 
different to how they really are. Mm-hmm. Being blonde doesn't mean that you're stupid. Being blonde doesn't mean anything other than you're just blonde. blonde. But then this is, and I went further to think, this is exactly, as you said, this is exactly what we do. Mm-hmm. That person is a cameraman. Oh, that's the cameraman. cameraman. No, he's not. He's just, that's one, one part. Aspect. And it might just be the part that takes up the least amount of who that person is. Mm-hmm. Jev isn't, well, this person is not No, her name is Jevil. Mm-hmm. She's Jevil Connor. Mm-hmm. That's her name. Mm-hmm. At least identify by her name. She's much more than that. Mm-hmm. Just because somebody is beautiful doesn't mean that they can't be beautiful and super and, smart. Oh, gosh. And oh, gosh. you could find yourself in a very toxic situation by treating people by how you see them. See them. You read in the book. You, you're only, wrong. Read, you're you're only the seeing the cover. Like, and the cover is so misleading. Some of the smartest people I've ever met don't look like smart, smart, smart people. I can attest to this in the biggest of way. Like, my son went to a preschool. I love his, the supervisor of the preschool. We get along very well. And at a point, a day, she needed something done on the computer. And my mom said, oh, I'm going to call Jeff and ask her how to do it. Mind you, do you recall, Jevil has colorful hair, tattoos, piercings, is a nail technician. Remember, this is who, this is what Jevil is currently in society. Uh-huh. And when mom said that to her, and she was like, you mean you can call Jevil? So she was like, Jevil got one in IT, cape and CXC. Like, Jevil really yeah, she smart. She ain't just, she just, she just looks like this person. So the person was like, you lie. She's like, devil is a nerd, you know? She just does not let off yeah, that. Yeah, like, everybody. if you just see her, you would not understand she has a nerd underneath all of that. And so when the person called me and I told them what to do and how to do it and whatnot, she was flabbergasted. Of course. She was floored for the fact you that... You completely destroyed she perception. Yeah. Completely. 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 So my mother had to explain to her. You, you know, Javier got all these things, these subjects, these things. It just was a choice for her. She did what she loved. She did what she loved. My, my initial <laughs> career path, coincidentally, was either computer science. But that's not you. Your first job was in that? Yeah. My first job was in IT. It was in IT, right? So the job, what I really went into do, <laughs> it was either computer science or... I was going into forensic psychology. That's exactly what you told me. I remember that. And the reason I was going into forensic psychology was because I grew up in the prison. Mm-hmm. People ask that I grew up in, a, in the prison. I know about the prison. I, you, you can come and try me about the prison. Yeah, you, you have knowledge. I have this knowledge. I grew up. I am 27. I grew up there. And for me, people do crimes for different reasons. Mm-hmm the best thing to figure out is why. And then, based off of this crime, I can say, well, this crime was committed by this person Mm -hmm. because they did this exact same thing. Humans are creatures of habit. Mm -hmm. This person did the same exact thing two years ago. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I am fascinated with that. Yeah, with with that that. type of science. That type of science is mind-blowing because why was Stephen Clippy told so low? What does he get out of he clipping his toes so low? Mm. Why does he do these things? Mm-hmm. And for me to figure out or feel like I figure out why, oh my God, it's beautiful. Knowledge for me is beautiful. I do not like to go to school. I am one of people. But knowledge, I thrive 
for knowledge. I thrive. You cannot. You just cannot do it. You're, you're going to miss. You're going to miss the person. And the thing is, you're going to miss out, not just the person, but you're going to miss out on a lot of great life experiences when you, you basically pony up people yep. to your first expectations. You do not know anybody. Like, anybody. Again, some of the most brilliant conversations I've ever had are with people who don't look like the most brilliant mm-hmm. people. And some of the most interesting people, again, don't, don't look, look like the most interesting people. <laughs> and, it, you know, it, it's like it comes back to this. As a human being, I think what we're out here to do is to actually figure out what we are uh, really. As a person, like as a person. Your purpose. Yes. To find out what, what is it that makes me uniquely me. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go forward, how is it that this uniquely me could contribute to the well-being of the entire world? How, what, what is, is what is my purpose? But who am I? What is your what is your task? For exactly. What, what is, is it task? that is laid upon me to do? Because all of us have something to do, mm-hmm. and it's something so. yes, and it's something that you have. You have that thing. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, a lot of the times, there are people that could help us to understand a lot of things. And because we have these weird biases of what people are supposed to be, to be or, or who we're who expecting, to be. or who, who's supposed to be in real life, we end up missing out on exactly who yeah. that person and where we're supposed mm-hmm. to be. And a lot of the times, we shall cut in ourselves by judging people. It's amazing how that works. Mm-hmm. Somebody that could help you to reach to a next level. Somebody who has the answer. You know, the other day I went to do a, a presentation. We have to wrap up. <laughs> the other day I went to do a presentation to some kids. And it was about exploring their talents. Mm-hmm. Um, these presentations never go how I, how I designed them to go, but whatever. It just it went into a different area. But talking to the kids about their talents. And the, 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 one of the questions that the kid, one, one kid asked me, um, it was a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, I think he's 11 to like 13. And one of the questions the, kid, the, the child asked me is, um, I want to be a rocket scientist. Mm-hmm. I want to be a rocket scientist. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I do that? And I said, um, do, you, do you take an interest in people? Mm-hmm. Like, do you like talking to your friends? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, yeah, I kind of like talking to my friends. Do you talk to people who are not your friends? Mm-hmm. Like, do you talk to everybody in the class? She's like, no, man, like some of them. And everybody laughed. I said, I'm going to give you the advice that worked for me. Mm-hmm. You might find something else that works for you. What I find is that the only way to achieve your dreams is to, one, believe that you could achieve your dreams. That's, of course, the standard. But you have to also perfect understanding how to find interest in other people. Because when it comes to you climbing the ranks of anything, it's the understanding that other people matter mm-hmm. and that what they feel and how they are is vital for you to achieve what you want, want to do. Finding a like mind is not just like standing up and saying, hey, look at me. I want to be a rocket scientist. I want to be a rocket scientist. Anybody else want to want? No, it's not that. You're going to find other people that could help you along the journey who mm-hmm. are not rocket scientists, who are artists, who are um, professional drivers, who are all these people. All of them have answers that you need, but you need to have, you need to understand how to, to perfect them into personal mm-hmm. skills. So we went from talking about talents to interpersonal skills. Mm-hmm. Guys, listen, no matter what you do in life, you will have to at some point work with a team. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have good 
interpersonal skills, you will fail at that. You will suck. And unfortunately, every job that you will get depends on you making some form of connection with another human being. There is no job (laughs) in this life that you could attain that has nothing to do with another Mm -hmm. human being. The better you are at communication, the better you will be at at success. It's not not an if and a but. If nobody likes you, if nobody has any interest in you whatsoever, I could tell you how far you will go. No success in this at all. Even if you have all the qualifications you have, this I know of guys who went away to study for years, 10 years of Mm -hmm. studying, came back, cannot get a job. Why is it that? Interpersonal and then, relationships. Exactly. You have no connections to anybody. Mm-hmm. You don't communicate well. Mm-hmm. How are you going to work in a hospital when nobody likes you? Nobody trusts you. Because. Because you have zero interpersonal skills. Zero. zero. You could get a job doing almost anything. Almost anything. But, with the, but you have to be able to communicate. Okay. Yeah. You must be able to deal with people. You must be able have to... to you must. It is a necessity. This is why people does ask, why do teachers put students in groups to work? Is have that, is to. You have to know to deal with people. Have because to. no two persons have the same personality. No. So you must know to be able to deal with people and their different personalities and how exactly. to adapt to a situation exactly. and deal with what is coming exactly. at you. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I had a conversation with somebody and they were like, you know what the best thing I learned to do? Deal with people who are jerks. Beautiful. I said, so so beyond learning to use the camera, he's like, yeah. beyond the camera. Look, Can listen, I, I could be I could be mediocre at this. And it's, it's, it's sad. But true. But it's 100% true, Jeff. You could be mediocre at whatever you're doing, but you are so good at communication. Oh, my God. The you will get jobs anything. no matter what. <laughs> oh, God. And then the person who better than you, who is like... All they do is like perfecting, perfecting, perfecting. Yeah. Will at the end of the day, unfortunately, they will wither. They will wither and they will die. Not die like in not yeah, but fine. But they but will not find success. It will be difficult. It will be difficult. Some people they get away with it because they they combine their the talents with somebody who does have good interpersonal skills. skills. So it's like a mutual understanding. I am going to do the talking. You're going to do the work. work. And I know they call them. They call them their assistants. And they, they call it, or sometimes they call, call them, them the business partners, partner. too. Because sometimes they're going 50 yeah. 50. It's unfortunate, but yeah. If, yeah. no matter how good you are, if you can't get work. Oh, you're killing me. <laughs> if you can't get work. Yeah. What's the body? What are you going to do? Because guess what? Sit down um, and get better. Um, society, realistically, life, adulthood calls for you to be employed. Unless you're going to be a sugar baby, and guess what? You need good interpersonal oh. skills for that too. Oh. Like nothing. Oh. Well, me not a necessarily. Job. Not necessarily. Hey, really? Not necessarily. Okay, sugar, tell me. Sugar babies. Some I've told a friend this recently. Some men like when women talk to them bad. Think about it. Some mm-hmm. of those girls who you see taking man money. Right? Mm-hmm. Just rocketition here. Some of those girls who you see boopsing and taking man money left, right, and center, you ever question how they speak to them, man? They speak to them like this Yo, I need $200 by tomorrow. Don't let tomorrow come and you ain't bring me money. Because if you ain't rich, guess what? Me ain't talking to you no more. 
And that man is so impressed that this woman talked to him, sir. He cashed two hundred dollars. I'll say, I'll say this, I'll say this. I like that you bring up that. I like that you bring it up because it's still they have interpersonal skills. Mm -hmm. Somehow that young lady understands this is how she needs to take. There's a certain level of intelligence that we just bypass. Yo. <laughs> Yo, and th there's a lot of types of intelligence that we mm -hmm. bypass. This young lady here that we're talking about, mm -hmm. she's not fictional. She's a very real human being. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that I'm talking about your person, but I've seen mm -hmm. this. You have to have a certain level of intelligence to be brave enough to, to speak a certain way in a certain people. situation. Because I know for sure there are some people who are loud and abrasive mm -hmm. and they get by in certain situations quicker than me who mm -hmm. could be nice and calm and so on. Because sometimes a loud mouth is really, really what is necessary. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you this. I don't see people get discount. I don't see people get um, re re refunds. Refund. I don't see people get months for free. Mm -hmm. Because what? They didn't, like normal, conventional... Mm -hmm. People. Society would say, don't speak loudly here because it is inappropriate. These oh people no. are like, if I speak loudly here, and they're going to hear me because everybody else quiet and I am, and I am the up. only one speaking up. I have gotten refunds like that, sweetheart. As I, said, I, don't, I don't like, I don't like to. Oh, honestly. okay. Unless, unless I'm with me, if I'm with, it depends on who I'm with because yeah. if, if I'm with somebody who is genuinely nice like mm -hmm. I, I remember me and Miguel had a situation with a flight to New York and I think JetBlue was telling us like you're gonna have to pay your way to get to San Juan or mm -hmm. and I my girl was like yeah but the thing she was being really nice, nice and oh, cordial and so on. Was, so, yeah. not really complacent but she was she was hurt she was oh. like she felt bad but she was being nice and I was like let me talk to mm -hmm. them let me speak to your manager right now. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk, talk to you to anymore. You. Mm -hmm. She's like, no, sir, I'm, I'm trying to handle it. I said, I understand, mm -hmm. but I want to talk to your manager. I don't, this is not something that you could do. Mm -hmm. Talk to the manager. I bought a ticket through you. I've already bought my ticket. Mm -hmm. You need to be the one responsible for getting us to, mm -hmm. to touch the summer. I don't care how you do it. I don't care if we got to take a boat. I am not paying you any Extra more money. money. Yeah. Stayed on the phone with that lady for one and a half hours. And all the time she was apologetic. Sorry, 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 sorry. And guess what she did? Exactly what I told her to do. Mm -hmm. Give your ticket to someone. I don't care where you got. If you're going to make a loss on this, that is all your business. Yes, that's not my that's fault. That's not my fault. Not my Get problem. me here. By this time, mm -hmm. I don't pay me ticket. That is what's going to happen. And she's like, sir, we might have to give you a refund. I said, I do not want no refund. <laughs> I don't pay you. I want to go where I'm going. You need to make sure this happens. I don't care what all your God do. This ain't, I don't care what not all your God problem. do. It's not, not my problem. If you got to reschedule, reschedule. I don't care. But this needs to happen. Mm -hmm. And it happened. Oh, okay. It's just, it just again, it, it, there's time, a certain level. That your God, God in, it, it's intelligent. As much as there's some brawl and thing, there's a certain, certain level, level of as intelligence. There is, for me, I know, like, if you know me, I sometimes a little soft spoken, other times I'm a little loud, right? But there are times You're when just gentle. I'm just gentle. It's just it's just ways to get to yeah yeah yeah. It's just to get <laughs> to know me. That's a lot of a lot of me, uh -huh. and it's ways to get to know me. And you know, like it's genuine, genuine love and care and whatever. But sometimes the other person have to come out and she has to let you know. Yes, I'll snatch your wig. But I'll snatch your wig. <laughs> <laughs> but that is funny. no, like I remember one particular time. You know, there was a store where Inland Revenue is now. Yes, mm -hmm. okay. an Indian store. Yes, 
Mm-hmm. I remember my aunt sent me to buy her a pair of shoes. I said, okay. I went to buy the shoes. When I got back with the shoes, she told me she didn't like them. Cool, auntie. No problem. So my mother always read me with this saying. You have an English tongue in your head, use it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, until I got a little older, I understood what it means. And my auntie said she don't want the shoes. I said, send you the shoes. She said, I don't know. You want to go back down this store and see if you could get a refund or if you could get store credit. Exchange? I went down, la, 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 la. I said, excuse me, ma'am. Um, I just bought these shoes here. But the person I bought them for, they said they do not like them. And I literally just purchased them. Like, here's the receipt, timestamp, everything. The person said they don't like them. Is it possible I can get a refund? So she said, no, no, you can't get a refund. I said, why not? I just purchased the shoes. It's not like to say I came back two days after, mm-hmm. a day after, or anything. Can I please just get a refund? No, no, no. Leave me. Oh, no. Okay. Where your manager? Me stop talking nice to you. Me and your boo. You're pissing me off. Give me your manager. So I started, talk, I started speaking harder. So people looked around and looked at me. So the man was the manager. He came from around the corner. I don't know where he fly from, but he fly. That was flying. Um, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I said, sir, I just purchased these shoes here. All I need from you is a refund because it's not a full day. There is no clause. You don't have no refund policies yeah, written upon your receipt. Nothing. So I need a refund. We don't do refunds. I said, well, you're going to do one today because I don't want these shoes. He was like, take store credit. I said, I'm not guaranteed that I am coming back. I don't purchase things in St. Kitts. You don't know if it's a tourist. You don't know if I live here. You ain't know nothing give about me. me. Back my money. Give me. <laughs> exactly that. I said, please give me back my money. You don't know if I'm coming back in here. You hear me? He said... <laughs> Miss Ab, look here. He was so scared and not sure because you know usually people are complacent and they're just like, okay, give me the store credit, I'll deal with that. I said, thank you. See the receipt. Here's your shoes. Give me my money. Man, the man pull out the money on the register. You hear Steve? I walk up the road with the money. Reach by my aunt. And was like, tell me about the money. Yeah, me yeah. As mommy does say, I have an English tongue in my head, so use it. And she could not believe that I got back my money. I from, said, from the Indians? From the Indians. She said, yo. Ooh, that is a challenge. It is a challenge. It's a ta- a, it, they it, don't play. They don't play with their money. No, so I had to show money. them as a kittishan. I'm not a complacent kittishan. I want my money. Back. No. no. Jevil. Yes, love. Thank you so much for being on the show, man. I had a good time. I think we had such a good time. We probably caught like three hours worth of material. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's just what it is. It's a conversation. And it could have probably gone the next two hours. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> Jevy, thank you so much. If you want, please plug Jeff's Nails. Please give Jeff's Nails a plug. Um, you can we... contact Jeff's Nails via Facebook or Facebook page, J-E-V apostrophe S Nails, Jeff's Nails. Instagram, the same exact thing, except the apostrophe. It's J-E. V-S-N-A-I-L-S. You can contact me there. Trust me. If not, you can contact me at 760-4069. That rolls off the tongue. I like yes, that. Yes, it's a very unique number. Mm-hmm. So, guys, you've been listening to Objectively Incorrect. We've had Jevil Connor to death. I'm Jeff's nails. <laughs> and she was just l- knocking out some authentic vibes. Genuine, genuine, genuine perspective. Mm-hmm. And, of course, don't judge people by the way they look. Jeff is beautiful. Don't feel like she doesn't have... <laughs> she's not, like, an uh, IT major because mm-hmm. she freaking is. 
Um, don't judge a book by its cover, guys. Anyway, we'll be right back. We'll be back with more Objectively Incorrect. Again, you can check us out at Objectively Incorrect. Incorrect is spelled I-N-C-O-W-R-E-C-K-E-D. We spell it incorrectly. And as <laughs> usual, peace. No gang signs, guys. <laughs>